This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 24th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The push is on for mental health parity legislation, an insurance mandate that may keep insurance prices higher than they should be. It might also discourage lower-cost preventive mental health care. Michael Cannon, the director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute, discusses the implications of the mandate. There is a new push for what is called mental health parity legislation. And it, mental health parity legislation is uh, designed, It's the idea is that it will expand uh, access to mental health care, uh, psychiatric care and care from, uh, from uh, psychologists and other mental health providers. If you think about it, how, how what are what's what are, what are the ways that Congress might uh, promote access to mental health uh, to mental health services? One of them, one way would be to impose a tax and fund uh, programs uh, designed to promote access. Uh, the government could pay uh, psychiatrists and other providers themselves. But taxes are unpopular and government programs are unpopular. So uh, advocates of mental health services, uh, mental health care, have uh, struck upon another way of trying to expand access to these services and really have government subsidize them, where instead of the government taking the money from you in the form of taxes and then spending it on mental health programs, the government simply tries to force you to spend your money on the things that they want. So what mental health parity legislation does is it says, if you purchase health insurance and you purchase coverage for mental health care, then you must purchase the same level of coverage for mental health services as for major medical, so that you 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 cannot have a lower annual limit on benefits or a lower lifetime limit on mental health benefits uh, than major medical benefits. And the reason uh, why they've come up with a rule like that is because most health insurance policies do have a lower do have lower annual and lifetime limits on mental health benefits. So what does this mean? Well, it means that Congress is effectively trying to uh, mandate that people purchase more mental health benefits. Predictably, uh, more insurance benefits is going to drive up premiums. So, what they're actually trying to do is instead of taxing your money and spending it on mental health programs, they're trying to uh, force you to spend your money the way that they want to without ever having, without ever taking it from you so that it doesn't look like an, a tax, even though it is a hidden tax. To use a parallel, the government would be telling you what kind of car you could buy, what features your car has to have, even if it throttles the price. Right, exactly. It's it would be it's like telling you that you have to purchase a Lexus. Now the pro- problem with that is a lot of people can't afford a Lexus. A lot of people can only afford, you know, maybe a Hyundai. And so if the government requires everyone to buy a Lexus and some people can't afford a Lexus, then they have to go without a car. Or in the case of mental health parity, they have to go without health insurance. Notice that I said if you purchase – notice also that I said if you purchase health insurance and if that health insurance includes mental health benefits, then the limits, the annual and lifetime limits for mental health coverage cannot be lower than for major medical. But there are other options. You don't have to purchase health insurance. And driving up the cost of health insurance might cause some people to forego it, so that they don't get, uh, so they don't have any coverage. Um, never mind um, uh, inferior uh, mental health coverage. Or people uh, also, and, and employers have the option of dropping mental health benefits entirely. So these mental health parity laws can have this perverse effect of actually reducing access to mental health care. 
And that is, I've actually experienced that firsthand. Uh, uh, 10 years ago, I was in therapy and I, it was being paid for by, part of, part of the cost was covered by my, uh, my company's insurance policy. That was around 1996, 1997, when Congress first passed the uh, Mental Health Parity Act. This is an act that has uh, come up for reauthorization and that are trying to uh, expand. What happened was they, they, they passed this law that said you cannot have lower lifetime or annual uh, benefit limits uh, for mental health services. So in order to keep the cost of insurance from increasing, what, our, what my company's insurer did is they shifted mental health benefits so that they wouldn't be paying out any more in claims, but they shifted mental health benefits from the low-dollar users like me to uh, pay for the inevitable claims that might co- would come from high-dollar users when you raise those benefits. So a- another perverse uh, response to these laws is that you can actually make it more expensive for people to seek early care, early mental health care, before they you know, uh, need serious mental health care. If you, and if you discourage people from obtaining services early on, then maybe those, their, those problems will become worse. What ended up happening was uh, they moved the benefits back to where they were because people complained about that, but then just jacked up the insurance premiums for the entire company at a rate, I think it was double the, uh, the rate of increase in insurance premiums uh, in the area that year. So they shifted the costs to the larger health insurance market. Well, what they tried to do initially was they tried to shift the costs to people like me by taking away my the benefits that I was using. What ended up happening was they shifted the cost to all of the employees in my firm. Uh, and so there is a, this is a hidden tax, mental health parity mandates. The only question is, uh, who is going to bear that tax and who is going to, uh, well, the only two questions are who's going to bear that tax and how many people are going to lose mental health coverage and health insurance coverage um, entirely. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can buy a copy of Michael's book, Healthy Competition, at our website, cato.org.